Hola amiga, welcome to the Amiga Arise podcast. I'm Priscilla Gomez, your host and hopefully an amiga for a journey of learning, growing, and thriving. I'm a licensed clinical therapist with a trauma history of my own, but I was transformed by the call that God has placed on my life. And I'm here to share how the clinical world taught me how to begin my healing process, but ultimately only God was able to heal the darkest areas of my past. Amiga, I know you are smart, driven, successful, and ambitious, but yet there seems to be something missing. You might be wondering why peace and joy are lacking in your life. Amiga, welcome. I can bet you have walked through some dark paths yourself, and maybe you're wondering if God is even real or why suffering exists or what your true purpose is here on earth. Amiga, I hear you. But if you're ready to take a deeper look, find freedom, and step into flourishing God's way, I'm here to lend a helping hand as you step into your healing and your faith-filled life. So open up that journal, pop in those AirPods, and take a deep breath. We're about to embark on a beautiful journey of arising to your true self. Hola amiga, welcome back. I hope you're stepping into this new year with high expectation for God to move in your life. Last episode, I talked about ways to set realistic and obtainable dreams and goals for this year to reach out for support if you need some extra accountability. In a few weeks, I'm launching my own coaching program starting February 7th, and we are setting some goals and expectations for change in your own life. I will sit with you and take inventory of some areas of your life that you are looking to make some changes, help you make evaluations on realistic milestones, and develop a supportive plan to begin changing your habits in 21 days and set some healthy rhythms for your life and for the rest of the year. We will work on some identity building, values assessment, healthy reflections, and you will get four one-on-one 45-minute sessions with me, weekly encouragements pertaining to your specific goals and habit changing, some blind spot assessment, making sure we're looking at the challenges and weaknesses and vulnerabilities you're going to have, and we're going to have a progress tracker along the way. So we can celebrate your hard work, the achievements, you know, and see those attainable goals and changes that you made in just 21 days. I know 21 days sounds short and how much can you actually get done in 21 days? But Amiga, let me tell you, there have been so many 21 day challenges I've been part of or committed to in my own life. And I have seen so much progress. And you know why? Because it's intentional. It is specific and it's attainable. It doesn't feel so far out that I like I'm never going to get there. But I can see my progress week by week, day by day, minute by minute sometimes because it's that specific and it's that attainable. And I've just taken the time to assess, Okay, what are some things that get in the way when I usually say, oh, I'm going to start this thing or I'm going to do the thing and then I don't. And there's been times where I've needed to hire a coach to help me in that process. Why? Because I know myself, I know my weaknesses, I know my vulnerabilities, and I know my tendencies to just sit back and say I'm going to do something and then not do it. (laughs) No shame in that game, friend. I know what that can be like and feel like, but I am here for you if you need that extra accountability. And we'll just be really intentional about looking at your own Shortcomings. Shortcomings are not a bad thing. We are all falling short in some area of our life. We're just not perfect. (laughs) And thank goodness for that, right? If we were all perfect doing all the perfect things, this life would be pretty boring. 
we would never have to turn to a friend or to a colleague or anything for some extra support and encouragement and just, you know, guidance along the way. So I'm glad that we're not perfect and we're not seeking to be perfect. I've had a few episodes here talking about perfectionism and how that can actually deter you from making some healthy choices and healthy strides in your life. Because if perfect is the desired outcome, we're never really going to step into it because like, oh, we're never going to be there, which is true. And um, I've also talked about on this episode on why 21 days is actually pretty um, realistic and why it is a scientific backed statement. Um, It's not that from 21 days, boom, everything's changed and you're on this track for the rest of your life. But 21 days is typically a starting point where you start to look at your own life and say, hey, if I can do it for 21 days, I can actually do it for 30, for 40, 50, 365 days out of the year. Okay, there's going to be some cheat days. There's going to be some days where we sit back and we lay back. Absolutely. I want that life for you as well. We shouldn't be on the go 365 days of the year. But you get the point, right? When we set our mind on an intention for 21 days and are very specific and we reach out for help if we need it, then the rest of the further down the line steps feel much more realistic and attainable. And so I'm saying all this, friend, because I believe in this process, I believe in this program, and I am just so grateful that I get to be part of this with you or whomever decides to step into this program. And it is a cost. It is going to be an investment. Like I said, I've stepped into um, or I've hired a coach before because I've needed that personalized attention. And when I've invested in myself, I have seen the return now. Have I invested in things that don't give me a return? Absolutely, because I was making choices that were not really aligned with what I really needed at the time. So I don't want you to make this choice and just decide to do this if it's on a whim. I want you to really pray about it and ask yourself, is this something that I could use and need in my life and that it's going to help me in my next step, my next process, my next goal? And the cost is $247. So that might be a lot, that might be a little for you, you know, depending on where you're at. But I think it's a very affordable price for four sessions that you're going to get with me one on one time. And it's not therapy, we're not going to go deep diving into your trauma history, I may ask a little about um, some areas of vulnerability, like I said, so that we can be intentional about watching out for those blind spots that when you tend to gravitate towards some unhealthy habits because you're feeling a little stressed, you're feeling anxious, you're feeling rejection, whatever those tendencies, that those vulnerability points that most harm you specifically because of your past. We will touch on that a tiny bit, but we won't go deep dive because I said it's not a therapy session. But if you do need therapy and that is something you're seeking, please reach out. I'm also available for that, but I can also make some referrals if you are out of the state of California, and I can definitely get you connected to a therapist that is willing to um, work with you and is appropriate for your season in life. So back to the notion of prayer. I want you to bring this to the Lord and see if this is an investment that you should be considering. Any investment should take careful consideration. So 
when you invest in yourself, there should be some even higher assessment and some investigation with the Lord to see if this is the next step for you. And if you have been struggling with change and accountability for some time now, this program is for you. I pray that if it is for you, that you take that step of courage and say yes to the thing that you have been holding back from or just putting on the back burner. And I can't wait to hear from you if that's you. Now, if you've never began a prayer life or not even walking with Jesus, not exactly sure who he is or if God exists or if it's just the universe, that's okay. We all start somewhere. And I invite you to at least begin investigating what that means for you. Do you believe in God at all in the first place? Do you Are you open to, to the idea of that? Um, being in prayer with God does take believing in him in the first place. Uh, otherwise, you're just kind of talking to yourself or maybe you're talking to the universe. And, you know, who am I to say that that's not a place to start? I, I, I've had times and moments where I doubted if God was real and I doubted if he was really with me and beside me and for me because of the life circumstances that I was walking through. Um, you have heard my story, and if you haven't, you can go back and listen to the first episode where I detailed why I doubted God's presence in my life. There was so many horrific incidences where I was like, hmm, God, sounds like you're far from me, or if you're with me, I hope you're carrying me because my life is looking pretty disastrous. But that is just my own journey, friend, and I say this so that you know that I come with, from a place of no judgment. If you don't believe or if you're questioning, that's exactly where you're at and that's okay. It's okay to have doubts. God can handle the doubts. He knows all things, so he probably already knows you have the doubts and that's okay. Your journey is your journey and I'm excited for wherever you're at. And if I'm part of that process with you, we can definitely talk about it. But today I did want to talk about how prayer has changed my life and how I see it changed the lives of so many people around me and how it's biblical and why prayer is so important. I grew up Catholic and I grew up um, reciting prayers, the Our Father prayer and the Hail Mary, which I never really memorized. I don't know why but I didn't. <laughs> um, but the Our Father really stuck with me. And it was a prayer that I used even in childhood to really just support me through some of the toughest times in my life. And in young adult life, I there were so many times where I was struggling to fall asleep or really struggling with forgive it, forgiveness towards someone else. And I would just recite this prayer over and over and over. And I'm not saying you have to do that yourself, but that there is something beautiful about developing this ritual or a rhythm in your life that encourages prayer in your life where like it brings you to prayer where you're just like, you know what? Like I have no idea what else to do. So I'm going to step into prayer because shoot, I have no idea <laughs> what is coming next. What is tomorrow? Where my paycheck is coming from, whatever, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I wanted to kind of just bring it back to the word and what Jesus himself said about prayer and how to pray. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 6, it, um, and I'm, I'm going to read through a few verses, but 
the disciples were asking Jesus, how do we even begin to pray? Or what what should we do about prayer, right? Um, Jesus was talking to a lot of the people back in the day about that because people were taking prayer to, to another level and the Pharisees were using it kind of in an inappropriate way and showing off that they were better prayer people than quote unquote normal people. <laughs> but Jesus is in the work of working with the normal people. You know, we are all equal in his eyes. So he says to the disciples, but when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray for pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. And so that last verse, verse 8, really just brings me so much peace knowing that it's not even about the words that I'm going to bring to God. He already knows what I need. It's about that relationship of stepping into prayer, of just seeking his advice and his counsel and his peace as I move through life, knowing that I'm not going to get everything I want and it's not going to look like I want it to look like, but that God knows better, right? And so the Our Father prayer comes from, well, it's said in a couple of, I think also in Luke, um, but that's okay because it comes in different chapters of or different books so that there's consistency that all the disciples heard the same thing, right? But in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9, Jesus says, This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive those who have um, or our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. So I went a little further on the scripture here so that when the Our Father prayer typically ends, you know, lead us not into temptation, deliver us from all evil. Um, the caveat here, God's saying, like, you should also be forgiving people who have trespassed you. If you wish to be forgiven, you need to forgive. And I bring up this concept because forgiveness can be hard for many of us and some, you know, for all of us at some some point in our lives, right? I've talked about my own forgiveness journey with the people who have brought harm in my life but that I knew I needed to forgive because I wanted a peaceful heart as I walked into my own dreams and goals and aspirations. I knew that that was holding me back. So this is in the scripture to just say, hey, when you come to the Father, come with a pure heart. You know, we're not going to be perfect. There's going to be times when it's really hard to forgive someone. But when we're in the process of forgiving and we can just acknowledge that we're not going to have it perfect, God's going to be with us in the process. And there might be some things he really wants to show us through that, right? The challenge, the weakness, the vulnerabilities, and, and our strengths and where God just wants to lead us because we were being obedient to what he really wants to do in our lives. And the next scripture and passage that I want to read to you is 
about Jesus, again, talking to the disciples about prayer and how important this can be for your own life and seeking out the health and those healthy rhythms in, in your walk. And Jesus says to them in Mark chapter 11, verse 24, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. And when you are standing praying, and when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them, for that your Father in heaven may forgive you of your sins. Again, another reminder to forgive others so that we can be forgiven. Now, I'm not saying that God is holding back from us because we haven't forgiven someone yet. But, amiga, I'm sure you have experienced some sort of heartbreak, rejection, gossip, betrayal, and it's hard. Like, I don't I can't sit here and say like, "Oh, when someone, you know, does me wrong, boom, first thing I turn to is forgiveness. No, typically I want to vent. I want to talk to someone. I want to feel heard. I want to feel validated in my own anger and righteous. Like I knew the right thing, you know, if they would have done this and that. And hey, we're all human and we all fall short. But when I'm in that place, when I'm in that heart posture, it's hard for me to walk into healthy spaces, into healthy rhythms, and to really allow God to do work in me because I have a resentful heart. And I bring up these scriptures so that you are made aware of the purity of prayer and that we don't have to be perfect and we can bring that resentment to God too. And we can ask even for the softening of our own hearts, right? And we can receive it. So earlier I said, God's not going to give us what we want when we want. And this scripture might sound count contrary. And you might say like, okay, so scripture says to pray for whatever you want and you get it, but also says, I'm not, I possibly won't get everything I want. Yeah. <laughs> it's both. And you, and I are human. So what we possibly want for our own lives isn't particularly aligned with God's will. And so what he has for us is so much better. So coming to him with a pure and hopefully a non-resentful heart <laughs> is part of the process. And it is allowing God to do the work regardless of what we actually want. And trusting that what he has in store for us is better than what we could even imagine for ourselves. And the last verse that I want to read to you to just encourage you on this walk of opening your life to prayer um, is going to come from Luke. But again, I'm just reading out these scriptures so that you have some context as to what Jesus himself said, not what a pastor said, not even what I'm saying, but like if you listen to the scriptures, this is what Jesus said. So someone wrote this down and is as verbatim as we can get from what he said in a different language. <laughs> so there's some homework that you can do about reading the translations and what was um, actually brought out from Aramaic, if I'm saying that correct, the language that Jesus um, spoke at the time. But Luke chapter 11, verse 9 says, So I say to you, ask 
and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For anyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds and the one who knocks, the door will be open. And again, you might be asking, okay, Priscilla, <laughs> here's another scripture where it just says, like, ask and it'll be given. But the scripture is more about alluding to our active rule. We actively have to do things. We have to seek to find. So I can pray, but I also have to go and do the thing, right? I can, I can knock on the door and it'll be open, but I have to walk through the door to see some of the promises that God has in my life, right? I can ask and it could be given to me, but I have to do something with that that is given. There is an active role, active legwork that we have to do. And so again, I'm just giving you some scripture so it can give you some backbone to what prayer life could look like in your life. I encourage you to do your own reading, your own research, and just to begin with a conversation. We don't have to be scholars, biblical scholars, to have some relationship with God. Like that is not who he is or says he is. He's like, just ask, just talk to me. Just tell me where you're at. I want to be part of that journey with you. And he wants to talk directly to you. We can all hear from him. I'm not more spiritual than you are. You can begin that journey just how you are, where you are, exactly as you are. So this also means God closes doors for us intentionally, right? There are some things that we'll never receive, even if we ask. But again, we're just trusting that God has a better version of our lives for us, for our own protection. There might be some things that um, your prayer life will just reveal to you why certain things are being closed for you and why other doors are being open and how that could be a change agent for the rest of your life, for generations before after you. There might be a reason why you're being asked to walk a particular way in life now. And so, trust me, I know you have your own journey and your own path and I'm not trying to force anything on you. But if you need help and support getting started on this journey, then I'm here for you. I, we can bring this into your four-week program with me and we can begin to unleash all of this and all that God wants to do and already has done, right? I'm sure there are testimonies of moments in your life where you're like, I don't know how I'm going to get through this, but I did. <laughs> or somehow, somewhere, someone showed up for me and that made a difference in my life. And friend... I hate to break it to you. If you don't believe in God, that was God working on your behalf. Regardless of where you're at, he's always working. And anything that was meant for evil and to harm you and to just bring you down and destroy you, God's going to use it and restore it and give you a healthier life and give you some directions and some guidelines and some rules as to how to best protect yourself when it comes to living a healthy lifestyle. So, Amiga, I'm excited for whatever you find, wherever you find yourself on this journey. We are all unique and wonderfully made with God's perfect design for our lives. And so if you so desire to contract me, to work with me, 
to be on this journey with you. I am so grateful and will be so blessed to be part of that journey with you. I'm excited to hear from you. I'm excited to see where you're at exactly. What are some things that God wants to reveal through you and what you've been dreaming up for this next 2023 and for the many years to come. I This is just the beginning. I mean, got 21 days is a short period, but an impactful period. So I am just praying that you continue to nourish yourself with great food, good friends, and a healthy spiritual life so that you can thrive in all that you do. I'm excited to hear from you. Email me at amigaarise at gmail.com or find me on social media at amigaarise and DM me. I am so excited to hear from you and can't wait to hear where you're at along the journey. And if this program isn't for you, that's okay too. No hard feelings. I hope you're still listening and you still follow along because I will be giving a lot of tips and suggestions along the way and you get all of that for free. <laughs> and if it's not for you and you think this program could be for someone else, please refer them, send them the podcast, send them my Instagram handle. I would love to be in communication and in touch with them. And with that, amiga, that's all I have for you. I hope that this episode blessed you in some way and taught you something about prayer if you haven't begun that life. And if you are already a prayer warrior, you're in it. I hope that this was just a refresher and it just felt good to hear some scripture and that you're continued to start off the year on a good foot. Hasta luego, amiga. Amiga, that's a wrap for today. I pray this episode has blessed you in some way, brought you some clarity, or inspired you to take your next step in faith and healing. If this podcast has blessed you in any way, I would love to hear about it. And the best way to thank me is by leaving me a review and a comment on Apple Podcasts. You can also screenshot this episode and post me and tag me at Amiga Arise. I would love to connect with you and be on this journey with you. You can also join my Facebook group and meet other women on the same journey. So until next time, I'll be praying with you, amiga. Arise and shine daily. And may we pray, move, and grow together. God bless.